When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 205, and today we're gonna be talking about maintaining momentum on your financial goals. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. So before we get into the episode, really quick, I'd love to have conversations with you guys about these topics and continue the discussions outside of me just speaking in the podcast. So I'd love to have you come join our private listener group on Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. Um, I always announce it at the end of the episode, but honestly, of course, I don't know how many of you stick it out all the way through to the very end. So I just wanted to put this up front just to make sure you know it's there please come join us there. It's a great group of people. And you can also follow me at Lolo's Frugal Life on Instagram if you'd like to reach me there also. Thanks. So before we get into the topic today, I just wanted to remind everyone that during the month of June, I'm collecting entries um, for a $5 Amazon gift card giveaway that I'm going to do in the first week of July. So there's two ways to enter. The first way is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to my show and send me a screenshot of the review via email. The second way is to screenshot the show and tag me on social media, either Instagram or Facebook, so I can see that you're listening, and then email me um, to let me know that you tagged me. Obviously, I'll be able to see the tag, but I won't have any way to get in touch with you, um, if you to email you the, um, the code for the Amazon gift card if you win. So either way, it's important to email me Um, because I'm going to do a digital gift card. So that way, um, when the winner's chosen, I will have um, an email to get back to you with the code if you happen to win. And what I'm going to do is just make a list of everyone that enters, and then I'm going to put a number next to your email. And then when I it's time to pick the winner, I'm just going to do a random number generator in Excel. It'll give me a number, and that will be the winner. So good luck, and don't forget to enter. So today... We are talking about maintaining momentum on your financial goals. So we all have financial goals that we'd like to achieve at different points in our life. Um, These goals might be for things like getting out of debt, saving up an emergency fund, saving for a vacation, saving for a car, um, investing more. It can be all different types of things that we're working on um, during different points of our life. But often, what happens is when we initially set the goals that we have in mind, we're really excited about it, we have lots of energy, we come up with a plan on how we're gonna achieve the goal, Uh, maybe we determine how much we need to put towards our goal each week or each month, and how long it's gonna take to achieve it. But then sometimes once we get started and several months kind of go by, the excitement starts to wear off. So say maybe your month three, of a 24-month goal, and you're starting to feel like it's gonna take forever to get this accomplished. 24 months didn't sound that long when you first put it on paper, but once other things start coming up that you wanna do or purchase, it can become difficult to keep your focus on your goals for a longer period of time. So it's really important to have some strategies to help you keep your momentum going and stick to your plan so that you can achieve these goals. As important as it is to set the goals, 
it is as important to have a plan to keep your momentum going. Because as we all know, once we lose momentum on something, it's really hard to get it back going again. So one tip that I have on keeping your momentum going when it feels like this is gonna take so long is to look back on things that have already um, ha- like been completed or accomplished in the past. Because by looking back at some long-term goals that you've already achieved, it can help you realize how quickly time actually does pass. And this doesn't only have to be for a long-term financial goal that you have achieved, it can really be for anything that you've done. It's more just like looking back and realizing that, wow, two years ago, that doesn't, like say something happened two years ago, that doesn't seem that long ago. And say you had started a goal back then that was gonna take two years to accomplish, well by now you would be done. So if you think back of things that happened two years ago and you realize, wow, that time went by really quick, the same thing can happen for this two-year goal that you just set for yourself. So just kind of reminding yourself how quickly that future point in time will actually come, even though it seems so far away right now, can really kind of help you get a good perspective on how long that time really is and that how happy you'll be when that time passes and that you stuck with this goal and now it's done. Because sometimes when it's a longer term goal, it seems so far out in the future that it's hard to imagine that you're even gonna get to that point. Like it just seems so far away. Another tip is to really um, set realistic and measurable goals. So while it's great to dream about hitting really huge goals, um, that's fine, but when it comes to keeping your momentum and actually making progress on your goals, it's important to set goals that you can reasonably achieve and that you can track your progress on. So of course you don't wanna set the bar too low because you do wanna push yourself, but be realistic about what you'll actually be able to accomplish. You also don't want to set a goal like, I want to save more money. Theoretically, if you save $1 more, you met the goal. So set a dollar amount you want to save and by when. That way you can track track your progress, you have a number you want to hit, and you have a time frame you want to hit. Because it's really important to be able to track and measure where you are in the process. Another tip is to really try and focus on a limited amount of goals. You can really only focus on so many things at a time. And if you're trying to work on too many goals at once, it's gonna be really difficult to keep your momentum going. It's important to be able to really focus on what you want. And when you have too many things that you're trying to accomplish, it's really impossible to focus on any one of them. You kind of are spread too thin. So pick one or two goals that are the most important to you and then pay attention to what needs to happen to achieve those goals. For example, if you're working on savings goals and you have 10 different things you're trying to save up for, it's gonna be really hard to see much progress on any one of them. And this can make you feel like you're never going anywhere on getting your goals accomplished. So if you put everything you have into one or two of those goals, you'll see progress happening and that's gonna just encourage you to keep going. So really kind of identify what is your biggest priority and focus on those items. And then the other ones can be next on the list. Like once you accomplish the the major priorities, then pick the next two and kind of focus on those. Another thing that's really important, like as as it is with all goals, not just financial goals, but you wanna break your goal down into smaller pieces. Like say if you have a goal to save up $10,000 for an emergency fund, and you know, 
based on your budget right now, you can only possibly squeeze out $50 a week. So this goal could feel totally unattainable to you, which can discourage you from even trying. So instead, maybe set a short-term goal of $3,000 to save up in one year, with your long-term goal being eventually getting up to $10,000. So I realize $50 times 52 is 2,600, not 3,000, but the reason I set the goal at 3,000 for this example is because you don't wanna set it right at what you can feel like you definitely can do. You do wanna set it a little bit higher, That'll encourage you to put anything extra that you can scrape up towards hitting that goal. You don't want to set it like exactly at what you think you're going to pretty reasonably be able to put it in there. You want to set it a little bit higher because most times you will find extra money somewhere. Um, either you get a gift that you weren't expecting or maybe you get a bonus at work or maybe you came in under budget on one of your, like say you didn't need a lot of gas one week or whatever, and you're like, okay, good, I have this extra money. What do I do with it? Let me stick it towards my goal. So you'll usually find little areas where you might be able to scrape up a little bit more when you're really focused on a goal. So that's why I say always set it a little bit higher, but just don't make it completely unattainable. Um, but anyway, by setting your first goal at 3000 instead of 10000 you'll be able to see real progress towards hitting that goal, which is going to really help keep you going towards um, hitting that benchmark. And the same thing can go for something like hitting your retirement contribution goal. Like say maybe you want to get up to 15%, but you're currently at 3%. So that can feel almost impossible to get from 3 to 15 but if you break it down, maybe say you set a goal for yourself that each year you're gonna match your pay increase to your contribution increase. So say for example, you get a 2% pay increase, you increase your 401k um, contribution by 2% at the same time. And by doing this a little bit at a time, you'll be at that maxed out amount um, before, or, or whatever, 15%, or I'm not saying that's necessarily maxed out, but you'll be at that amount that you have set as your goal, it's just gonna take time, but by doing it a little bit at a time, you'll get there rather than just saying, oh my gosh, I can never get to 15% and then not even trying. So it's really important to just kinda break these things down into smaller pieces and work on them a little at a time to get to where you wanna be. Really important too is to celebrate benchmarks along the way. Pick some benchmarks you can hit in a reasonable amount of time, maybe two to three months, and when you hit those goals, do something to celebrate. Celebrating does not need to involve spending money. It can even just be acknowledging what you did, really thinking about it, being excited about it, talking about it with your family, just really kind of acknowledging and recognizing that you what you just did. Um, you know, I just got 20% of my emergency fund complete or whatever the, the benchmark is that you're gonna track or we just saved up half the money we need for our vacation that we're trying to save up for next year. If you make it a point to celebrate these points along the way, it can be really helpful in keeping your momentum going to hit the next benchmark. And it also really helps keep your goal in mind so you don't lose sight of it. Because when you know you're gonna um, you know, kind of celebrate, like when you hit these points and you have reasonable goals that are attainable in a reasonable amount of time, you can keep hitting those little benchmarks and really keep your momentum going by um, just constantly always having it on your mind and working towards the next step. As soon as you hit a benchmark, you wanna have the next benchmark in mind and keep working towards each one. And you'll see you will make progress. And my thought on making progress is that sometimes we might think 
that the goal that we have set is so high, like what we want to hit is just so high and it seems so unreachable that we might get discouraged from moving forward. But you have to remember, anything that you do towards your financial goals is better than where you were. So it's not like you'd want to say, well, I can't have 10,000 in my emergency fund, so I'm not going to bother putting 1,000 in. Well, if you have an emergency come up, you're going to be really happy that you have $1,000 in your emergency fund and not zero. So just always remember that keeping momentum on these goals is important because the more you're able to just keep ticking away at them and making little bits of progress, you're always better off than you were before. You might not be where you want to be, but you're still in a much better position than you were. So don't get discouraged. Really try and keep your momentum. Try and focus on one or two high priorities and just focus everything on them and celebrate those benchmarks. It's really important. It makes it fun. You can even do something like I don't know, like buy like a cheap bottle of wine or if you like my kids think it's a big deal when we get soda because we don't get soda a lot. So like maybe be like, oh, we're having like soda and snacks tonight because we hit this benchmark or you can do something so simple and cheap. It doesn't have to be spending a lot of money. Um, You know, there's lots of different ways to celebrate, but I think that celebrating the benchmarks is definitely one of the most important parts because then it just gears you up to get started on the next one again. So that's all I really have to say today about um, keeping momentum on your financial goals. I hope this helped you in some way, and I hope that you are encouraged to set your goals or refocus on your goals and just really keep moving on them. Don't forget, you can email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com, and don't forget to send me those entries for the $5 Amazon gift card to that email address. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Lola's Frugal Life. I have a YouTube channel where you can also listen to the podcast there. Um, It's Lola's Frugal Life, of course. And then uh, my website, which has the blog posts that go along with this episode and with the meal plans, is lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group. I would really love to have you there. Um, That's where we have more discussions. Uh, mostly centered around like frugality um, topics and things that we discuss in the podcast. So it'd be great to have you join. You can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe. I would love if you um, would leave me a review. That would be really, really nice because um, it just is really helpful. It's a way that you could help me um, to help expand the show. I'm really looking to expand the show to find more listeners And by leaving a rating and review, um, I just keep hearing that that's so important. So I'd really, um, really love if you would do that. And also don't forget to screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram. That'd be really fun. Um, So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a really awesome day.